Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of your podcast exist in this world. Bite, sex act, crazy bite. No, bro, I can't drop out of the scene for 14 months and show up as a co-host. I'm a donkey show right in the middle of that. They always say to review IPAs last. The bitterness can destroy your palate for other beers. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. Today, I'm out of quarantine, which means we have with us Tier in the studio to do an episode. And Ray 1.16. And welcome everyone to the first episode for the year 2021. This is the second episode for the year 2021. But first episode, non-quarantine. Because I started the year quarantine. The first episode was that uh, movie... The movie thing. Remember, we have two. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, that's some backstage stuff going on. You had now, Ed Ray. I hear that you're a carrier and you've gotten everyone sick and killing people. If so, why am I not in prison? Oh my God, Ed Ray. Today we're doing a tradi- we're doing a transitional episode uh, starting next week on Thursdays, which we post an episode every Thursday. But starting next week, we will be entering. The Road to Potomania! The Road to Potomania will consist of 10 episodes. 10 episodes, one episode every Thursday over the course of the next two and a half months. Only talking about wrestling. So, all you wrestling fans, you're gonna love it. All you non wrestling fans, come back in uh, April. <laughs> just remember, just remember to come back in April because. Because uh, because we're uh, uh, from next week from next week all the way to WrestleMania, which is the last week of March, I believe, we'll be doing um, the Road to Potomania and just talking wrestling. We may have some uh, if we have interviews. That'd be the only thing that would take president president president. That'd be the only thing that would counter. A week of um, wrestling talk. It would we would be replaced by an interview, uh, but I'm not sure if we'll be able to get any interviews lined up this this year already. Man, this year already is looking like a struggle to get interviews. So I don't know how we're gonna do with interviews this year in 2021. Uh, 2020 obviously was a big year for us. We got crazy interviews. We got we had Joe McHale on the show uh, last year. We had uh, James Marandino again. We had uh, John Heater, Michael Gross, so many people. So we had a really good the podcast. The year of 2020 was not good, but the podcast of 2020 was fantastic. Did solid numbers. Why do you think that is, Ed Ray? It's because people want to hear our opinions on what other subjects there are, whether it's a controversial opinion like politics or just a bunch of crazy people out there, or they want to hear our opinions on entertainment. Or whatever have you. I mean, wrestling has become a very popular topic here on Opinions in Beer. But for the most part, people want to hear us shoot the breeze. Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the main things. Uh, so us us doing the Road to Pony Mania is kind of us capitalizing on the fact that a lot of our wrestling episodes do tremendous numbers. Now, obviously, if our, if, if, if our uh, Royal Rumble... If, like, those first three episodes don't do too well, maybe we take a break February and we just, you know, bring it back 
uh, for you know WrestleMania season, you know in March. Uh, <clears throat> but um, we'll have to just play that by play that by the numbers to see um, how well the wrestling stuff does. Uh, so yeah, here we are, Ed Ray. That was a lot of chatter. We're just updating everybody. This is obviously the first episode featuring a guest. This is the first real episode of the year because the last episode was a solo episode. Uh, it was me talking about movies. So this is our first episode. Our first official episode. Fine, I'll agree with you. Our first official episode of the new year. Back to basics. Back to business. Uh, we have... I'll be honest with you guys. We have we have not a clue what we'll be talking about today. But before we get into what we'll be talking about today that we have no clue of, <clears throat> it's time for the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by Champion Brewing Company. This is the Megalodon Imperial Coffee Porter. This Megalodon Imperial Coffee Porter is brewed with coffee and real-life Megalodon shark meat. Ed Ray, have you ever had shark meat? Hell no. (laughs) Do you think this really is brewed with Megalodon shark meat? If it is, then you better be lucky you don't get poisoned. (laughs) Let me read what they have to say. Imperial Porter... Brewed with coffee. This is a 42 IBU, 10% in alcohol by volume. Megalodon, Megalodon is our massive imperial porter made with locally roasted Sumatra, Ratu, Katria, women's, women's, corroborative coffee from our friends at Shark Mountain Coffee Company. Rich and velvety with a smooth coffee flavor. Ed Ray, are you a big coffee fan? Not really. You drink coffee every day. When? You have a cu- Did you buy a coffee maker? Not for brewing coffee. You sick fuck. Whatever. Let's get to it. What do you use your coffee maker for? To heat water. That way, I don't have to go in the kitchen to heat water. Heat water? Just heat the fucking water with a water heater. A water heater. With a pan. I bet you you could have bought. You could have bought like a little a little grill or something. A little electric grill. You could have bought something cheaper. You have to heat water. To heat water. How, why wouldn't I heat water? How do you brew tea? I bet you could. I bet. I I have a feeling you could heat water in other ways that aren't a coffee maker that are cheaper than a damn coffee maker. Give me an example. <sighs> a fucking water heater. But how do you heat like water a with a water heater? You could probably buy like a little $9 kettle. A kettle. How's that? A kettle. A kettle. Okay, that's the same price as a coffee maker. How? Then why buy a coffee maker? Why not buy a kettle? They're just still the same price, and a kettle is only good for an emergency. You don't need a coffee maker if you're not brewing coffee. You never know. I could also brew herbal teas. <laughs> just get to it. I did not know this. Uh, you know what I, I I'm glad now that now that you said that to me I'm glad I thought that you were this big time coffee drinker at home and you drank these bulletproof coffees and all kinds of crap. I have not had a coffee since 2017 when we went to Oklahoma. Holy snap! You drink bulletproof coffee. I drink bulletproof green tea every morning. I you use mother- the coffee maker to heat water so I could brew my tea. You don't put the tea. 
grounds in the coffee maker? If I did, I'd have to get a coffee filter. Those are 10 cents for 200 coffee filters. Yeah, you're shaking your head. What does that mean? means you have a point, but the problem is I got tea bags, not loose tea So leaves. how do you make... Wait one second. So, <laughs> I know, I just said we're getting to the beer of the day, but this is a revolutionary thing that I'm learning today. So you heat... You, <laughs> you bought a coffee maker to heat up your water to then do what? Heat it up and then get the cup, put the tea bag in the cup, and then pour so the you, water. Okay, so you, you drink... Direct tea. Yeah, I just put the hot water in the cup and let the tea brew for a few don't, minutes. D- don't, d- don't tea, aren't tea bags good for like a gallon? Or no, not, not, no, uh, yeah, a gallon. Aren't tea bags good for a gallon of tea? Usually a quart. A quart? Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? It takes, f- so four tea bags make a gallon? Traditionally. I've seen people use two tea bags for a gallon. What does that mean? Depends on the size of the tea bag. Oh my god. <sighs> Today's beer of the day is Megalodon Imperial Coffee Porter. Let me crack this bad boy open. Oh! Why do these craft beers explode into my fucking face? This pisses me off so bad. Ed Ray, have you ever heard of the Megalodon Shark? No. The me- Oh look, my smell isn't completely back. By the way... I'm not sure my taste is completely back. And so, you know, like I said the other day, uh, until my taste fully recovers, I'm going to be buying standard beers. So, like, the craziest beers I'll get is a coffee porter. Anything else, I'll probably get, like, a strong ale or basic lagers or something very simple. I don't want to spend my... I don't want to spend, like, you know, $30 on some kind of crazy... Uh, sour beer that I can't taste the flavors or some kind of marshmallow beer I can't taste the flavors. And therefore, until my taste fully returns, I'll be uh, sticking with uh, very standard beers. And I feel like coffee porters is a pretty standard standard beer. It's about as far down the rabbit hole as I'll go. Uh, Until my taste recovers. Until I recuperate it. (sighs) It's such a frustrating thing, Ed, right? To not have your taste. However, coffee is pretty strong. I feel like you can taste coffee. You know what I mean? I can taste my coffee in the morning. So with that being said, I should be able to taste the coffee. If I can't taste the coffee in this beer, then this is a shit beer. That's my <laughs> This is a COVID rating. We're still on COVID ratings. Like last the last beer I did, I gave it 7 COVID. I gave it a COVID rating of 7. <laughs> because, because I couldn't, I still couldn't taste. I had no taste uh, during that episode. Uh, I'm gonna smell this beer and see if I can smell it. Oh man, my! No, I can't smell it. Um, I can kind of smell it out of the can a little bit. Yeah, gosh, I hate COVID, dude. The uh, COVID was overhyped, but the fact that I do a a, a beer podcast where taste and smell is a big part of the beer podcast. It's like... It's like your show is in jeopardy. It's like, good God, how can I... How can I fairly review this beer? Thankfully, I I bought this beer because I was going to skip this beer entirely. But I'm like, you know, fuck it. Uh, I was going to skip it entirely. But thankfully, my taste and smell is gone. So I can now drink it on the show because I was... (laughs) 
because I thought it was it was a beer not worth my time. I, I felt uh, only because I didn't like a previous champion uh, a beer. Or so, I was looking for something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry, guys. Let me uh, fuck it. Let me taste this beer. Okay, I'm gonna give this beer a a two a a COVID rating of two out of ten. <laughs> the last beer, the last beer I gave was a seven COVID out of ten. This beer I'm giving a two COVID out of ten because this beer, while still with lacking taste and smell, tastes like dog shit this beer the coffee is uh nope oh there it is very very faint very very faint taste it's a little it's a little too thin uh i mean it is a porter it's there but it but because of because of covid it's it's not there as much uh so while on COVID, Megalodon, Megalodon Imperial Coffee Porter is a fucking two. <laughs> I haven't given a two in a long time, but this beer does not taste good. Uh, especially for the price. For the price of this beer. Uh, it is 10%, though. Uh, I guess that's something something to be said about that. But, uh, I'm trying to find some sort of... Some sort of taste that I'm missing, and Edward, I'm so frustrated that my taste isn't fully back. Because I bet you, I bet you, this beer is solid. I bet you you can taste the coffee. I bet you this is like a solid beer. Because my taste isn't completely back, I'm giving it a shit rating. Poor Champion Brewing Company. I'm sorry that I chose you to shit on you. <laughs> chose you to shit on you. Uh, no, I think I think I probably liked one beer from Champion. I think it was the um, Polygamy Porter. Polygamy Porter was pretty good by them. If that's who makes it, I can't remember. Edray, what would you do if you had um, COVID? I'd just have to deal with it. What would you uh, think to yourself if you lost taste and smell? Wouldn't know. You wouldn't know? How would you not know if you lost your taste and smell? If I can't taste anything or smell anything, that's it for me. You're pissing everybody off. Anyways, Megalodon Coffee Porter, uh, coffee's faint. Uh, it's there for a second, but not really. Um, and then again, like I said, as you heard, I do have, uh, I am coming off COVID uh, about a week. About two. I'm about two weeks out of COVID, but about a week into getting my taste back. But obviously, it may not be fully back. <clears throat> so moving on. To the conversation, we spent fucking 15 minutes talking about nothing. But <laughs> no, uh, uh, let's, let's get a conversation going. We're 15 minutes in. Um, Ed Ray, do uh, you want to talk about this weird, coincidental um, time travel stuff? Go ahead. Okay. Um, so... For those that don't know, uh, I'm sure. Uh, apparently, this was a big thing. Uh, this was this was being mentioned um, a few years ago. Was that 2017? 
But in 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 1889 and 1893, American author and lawyer Ingersoll Lockwood wrote the Baron Trump novels. Now, a lot of people uh, found some of this stuff to be crazy because uh, a lot of these things are very. is is basically about this, It's basically about a time traveler character. But the final book is very eerily, very similar to what's happening now. Do you think? Do you think time travel is possible? Do you think that um, this person had visions, or do you think that it was a pure random guess and they were they just so happened to be right? Well, the only person that would know about time travel, you'd have to go all the way to Russia for it. But the only one that knows time travel very well is Vladimir Putin. Because his face was seen in 1920 and then the 1940s. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Where? Well, I think one of them, he was a part of the Red Army in the 1920s for Joseph Stalin or somebody like that. Did you know that, well, the book starts in Russia. So maybe Russia has a time-traveling device, you think? Yeah, that could be why... <laughs> that could be why Vladimir Putin traveled back to Russia in 1920. Dude, if Russia... Is hiding a time traveling device? How insane is that? Yeah, we could have stopped Japan from invading America. Oh my god! They don't care. They helped Japan, weren't they? On Team Japan? Not Russia. They were enemies. Enemies of who? Japan? Yeah. Oh. In fact, look. look Russia and China were allies, but China and Japan were enemies. Mm. So Russia apparently aided China. Up until 1949, when China became fully communist. So Russia, okay, so Russia did fight against the Nazis. Yeah, because Adolf Hitler hated Joseph Stalin, and Stalin wanted Hitler dead. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Hmm. <sighs> History's crazy, man. And we were just studying. We were, you see, we were just studying about this stuff, and it turns out that that the character in these books uh, have a name. That resemble a relative of the Trump families that started Heinz Ketchup. Do you think Heinz Ketchup is going to be the savior of mankind? Probably not because most of the Heinz people are liberals now. Oh, really? That's sick. Who's calling you? Deborah? Oh, my God. Deborah's. Oh, the big man's calling. Uh, I'm not going to be able to answer this right now. We just got to carry on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Ed Ray. Ed Ray is, has a relationship with God that calls him on a cell phone. The big man. Is that true? I don't know what he's calling for, but... We'll God? Find out, we'll find out after the podcast. God called you? I'm not going to answer right now because we got a podcast. <laughs> he won't say it. He won't say that God called him. He has him labeled as the big man. The big man upstairs. Ed Ray 1416 gets cell phone calls by God, and Ed Ray just ghosted God for the Opinions and Beer podcast. That's right. So, listeners, that's how important you are. You're so important to Ed Ray that he ghosted God. Where were we? Where were we again? Weren't we talking about time traveling and the time, time traveling with Baron Trump? How, why is that so eerie? Is that, isn't that eerie to you or no? It's just as eerie as George Orwell's 1984. What's that? What happened to that? You never read 1984? I guess not. Explain it to me. 
It's basically hostile takeover by the government, dictating what people do, etc. Well, kind of like what's happening now in America. Some people are saying that. See, this is a frustrating thing that I found, man. The who would you say is trying to shut who down? I think the government in general is trying to shut down the people, because both the Democrats and the Republicans are in on it. They really are. I mean, we just seen a weird video about Pence, and he's like, hold. He like shakes this dude's hand, and it's a weird fucking coin. How weird is that, fucking cabal, man? Basically, Trump. I mean, basically, Pence exposed himself as a Freemasonry. <sighs> I know it was recorded, just like the Democrats, the Republicans, and other people, other international cliques out there, which I'm not going to name on air because I don't want to get the opinions of Beer Network shut down. What do you think? What do you? Th- what do you think is the biggest reason for for joining a secretive group like this? Like, what makes them join? Well, perhaps benefits from international cliques out there that, that protect these people as long as they provide them with something, you know. Some of these cliques are just like the mafia, but except they're much bigger, and most of these people that are in these international cliques are either bankers or warmongers, etc., etc., and basically, Trump exposed so many people in the government that they're looking for new recruits constantly to take him down, just like they took down JFK, Lincoln, and McKinley. Yeah. Um, it's just so weird. I don't know what. I just don't understand the mindset. Like, like do they? Do they? Do you think they search out for these people that are? That they know will join them. I mean, you you would think, you would think that there'd be a leaker. That's and that's the big, that's the big argument against conspiracy theories, right? Is like nobody can keep a secret for this long. How do you think they could keep a secret for this long? You know that that's the big that's the big counter argument to most conspiracy theories is that you know. How are they keeping it a secret? There should be a leaker out there, someone that leaks this, someone that leaks that this is going on, that this is real, these cabals are real, these secret societies are real. There should be a leaker out there. And they said there's no um, believable leaker. There's no believable leaker, and that's why they don't believe it. But, uh, so do you, so with that in mind, why hasn't there been more? You, you would think there'd be more leaks, or do they? Per, or is there that many bad people, or that many corrupt people that they know who's corrupt? They know who's corruptible, and they only target corruptible people that will keep these secrets for so long. Like, how does that work? Do you think? You'd have to ask. Uh, you'd have to ask Snowden or Assange about that. Oh, really? Because they were the ones that leaked so much information, they had to flee. They had to flee America to go to either Russia or Britain or go to an asylum or whatever. And that is why you don't hear many leaguers because every time they leak something, the government is immediately after them. And they have to go into hiding in the other countries in hopes that they get asylum or something. (sighs) This is so stressful, Ed Ray. Ed Ray. What is your opinion on the fact that they are trying to impeach Trump days before, literally days? Like, I mean, it's only, how many days until uh, inauguration? I think it's supposed to be seven because what is it? Uh, let's see. Today, I think I think next week on the, 
Let's see. I think January 20th falls on a Wednesday. Seven, Is that right? Eight, nine, ten. Literally seven days. Seven days we'll have a new president. Seven days. Understand that? Seven days we're going to have a new president. And they're going to impeach somebody. They're going to impeach somebody all seven days before a new president. Seven. Seven days. It's not a year. It's not two years. It's not three months. It's not six months. Seven days we have a new president and they're trying to impeach him. You know why? They're trying to impeach him so that the people can't vote for him in 2024. Not only that, but when Trump gets out of office, he won't have his he won't have any secret service behind him. They're trying to take that away. Yeah, they want they're also be- taking away his yeah. post presidential benefits. So they were paid off, man. They were paid off by that uh the government who who the people that he who's the guy that Trump blew up? Didn't Trump blow someone up? He's he sent missiles to blow someone up. He killed a general, and now there's a price on Trump's head. And yeah, they're going to take away his Secret Service so that fucking these uh, people can come and assassinate him. What's your thoughts on that? Well, Secret Service has never been a good service to begin with. Because Why not? What, look what they did. They did not pay attention to what was going on in Dallas when JFK got assassinated in 1963. Plus all the other times that presidents were shot. I mean, nobody protected Ronald Reagan when he got shot in 1981. Therefore... Secret Service is a terrible service. Well, you know, because you don't know all the times they did protect something. Well, yeah, I mean... Because all that's classified. Yeah, but Secret Service has always been terrible. I mean, you go all the way back to 1932 when some random guy laid down his life to protect FDR. That was how Secret Service started. Some random guy. Yeah, some random guy took a bullet for FDR because somebody was trying to assassinate FDR before... He got inaugurated in 1933. See, look at that. There's been crazy fucking people. Ain't yeah. nobody... Has anybody tried to assassinate Biden yet? No. No, not to my knowledge. No. No president in history has had more assassination attempts than President Trump. Attempts? Yeah. Many people want to kill Trump. Yeah, but have they attempted it? Not to my knowledge. Exactly. You said you're just saying stuff now. That's what I'm trying to say. Everyone. I do not have all the examples, but I know that people want Trump dead. Yeah, but they didn't try. That's what I'm saying. Like, so people want to say that. Oh, we're so divided. Like, people are so crazy this you know this year and this these last four years. People have been as crazy as they've ever been. But literally, we've had presidents that have been shot by others. Shot by radicals. They've been shot and people tried to straight up murder these people in public. In public. One got murdered. Fucking JFK was murdered in public. Well, from a distance, but... A distance or not, Secret Service should have been there to pay attention. uh, Which president got shot and then finished his speech? Shot and finished his speech? Yeah, there there was a president that was shot... And literally, he finished his speech and and, and then went to get uh, to the hospital. I can't remember who that was. You uh, think it was Gerald Ford? Let's see. President that was shot and then finished speech. 
And then finished. Oh, what the fuck's going on? And then finished. Beats. No, speech, mother. Oh, goddamn Google. Google, so. Every. Uh, technology. They want to be like, oh, we're so good. Technology's so good. But no. Refusing mental condition. Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Went on to deliver the speech and what he said, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it takes more than that to kill a mo- kill a bull moose. <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt. So Theodore Roosevelt was shot in the chest and then continued his speech afterwards. Theodore Roosevelt was shot in the chest in public. Finish his fucking speech. And they say we're more divided today. People were being murdered and assassinated back then. Presidents, multiple presidents were shot. Some of them assassinated. But one of the biggest examples of somebody who who was shot and then fired back at the person that shot him. I don't know who the guy that shot uh, Andrew Jackson was, but Andrew Jackson fired back at the guy that shot him. And the guy that shot back at at Jackson, when Jackson fired his shot at the guy, the guy died while Jackson was still on his feet with a... Shoulder injury due to the gunshot. Jeez. <sighs> Man. Uh, so crazy. Life is crazy, Ed Ray. You know, the world is sick. It's always been sick. It's now more but sick why, because it is so public now. That's what, that's, maybe that's what the difference is. Maybe it used to be sicker, but it seems sicker because it's all displayed in front of us and we have instant reactions on social media yeah back in the day if you the only way to get news was through a newspaper because there was no television up until up until the 1920s and then when television became mainstream in the 1950s that is when people started transitioning from newspapers to television and that was when some of the sickness was displayed throughout the uh, next few decades and shit if people listen to our if people listen to our history episode back in april they would know that the newspaper's been corrupt since fucking uh, Lincoln. <laughs> so <laughs> no, newspapers have been corrupt for hundreds of years. No, one of them being one of them being the John Peter Zinger case in the 1700s when he was tried for slander or libel or something, but he he got acquitted of those charges because libel back in the day was actually a criminal but, offense before America became a nation. Do you think that? But I think I think tensions are high. I think, despite the fact that the past is a lot worse than the present, I feel like emotionally, emotionally, the present is actually a lot more unstable than the past. I feel like the past, they knew what they were doing. They kind of understood. They like they had a plan. They're I'm going to shoot this guy, and it wasn't like emotionally driven. It was just like I'm just going to shoot this fucking guy. I don't trust him. You know. It was more of like, uh, just like a gut, like a, like a, it wasn't emotional based. It was just fucking pure insanity. <laughs> insanity. I feel like we're a lot more emotional these days. I think that's where, do you, do you think that the country is more divided than ever as uh, the media likes to point out? Well, probably not because sure the media is causing a lot of tension in, uh, in many parts of America, whether it's the mainstream media or social media or whatever. But as far as I know, even though a lot of people voted for Biden, they voted for Biden out of spite for Trump and not for a genuine liking, which means we know a civil war is going to come about 
come January 20th in all 50 states. Do you think that? I'm predicting it. I don't have a gun. Well, then you better be in hiding. You gotta hide in the woods, or for all I care. Yeah, I don't. Own a, I don't own a. I don't own a gun. I can't. I can't fight in the Civil War. I'm so mad. I can't fight in the Civil War either. Will you fight someone with your bare hands? Well, if you know hand to hand combat, if you know how to <clears throat> kill somebody with your bare hands, you're gonna have to do what it. What if What if a Civil War starts and your sister comes to your house and tries to kill you? What would you do? I'd have to fight. But what what do you do? Like I said, bare bare hands. Would you fight? You would fight your sister if she came to try to kill you. Man's got to look out for number one. <sighs> Man, you, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. That's 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 another th- weird thing. That's why. Yeah, that's you know that's why kind of a lot of people say it resembles it resembles Civil War time. Because of the all, because I mean, we're dealing with right now. We're dealing with a lot of family versus family type of stuff, where it's like, whew, I don't know. Like it's this. a generational divide. You think so? Yeah. What? What? what no, no. How's a generational divide? Because you got the old people wanting to fight. You got young people wanting to fight. Then you got Who? other people not giving, not caring. Who do they want to fight? Because no, because I'm a, am I a young person or old person? Well, you're a young person. You want so, to fight for your rights, right? Exactly. So how does that make sense? There's older Who? people. There, there's older people that want to say that we're a bunch of crazies and that we don't deserve anything. Okay, you're right. You're right. Oh fuck. Civil War. How crazy would that be? I don't even. Good thing we're. Uh, good thing we live in a, a random place. <laughs> That's the only that's the only good thing of living down here is that even if the civil war starts, we'll we will at least see it last. <laughs> We're the last people to see it unless unless the people unless uh the Beaumont oh dude, the Beaumont Enterprise has gotten so left wing it's like hard to stomach. Oh, the Beaumont Enterprise has been left wing for forty years. Oh, it's yeah, just but more they obvious are, now. Dude, uh, super obvious. Super they are not hiding anymore. They are not even pretending to hide it. They are straight up. They are posting. I mean, they the the Beaumont Enterprise is is even posting. I hate to say this because it's a catchphrase now, but fake news. They are literally posting liberal propaganda, and it's like and it's like notice noticeable. Yeah, noticeably. Much, yeah, it's pretty much the opposite of the Examiner. Yeah, it's fucking. It's it's pretty insane. I I was I was shocked at how much. How much opinion-based propaganda the Beaumont Enterprise was publishing recently? Yeah, I don't like the Beaumont Enterprise, but I'll say something about the Examiner. The Examiner is down the middle. They will call everything. Oh, really? Uh, Houston is that Houston Examiner? Houston who, Chronicle. Wait, who does the Examiner? It's an independent newspaper source for Beaumont. Is it who? Who does it? Where 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 are they located? They're in Beaumont somewhere. Yeah, they're in downtown Beaumont. I haven't seen them. You, you seen don't, them? When you take the exit to downtown area, you'll see a sign called the Examiner. Oh, uh, I haven't. No, I haven't seen it. I have to look. At, I have to look for it next time. Oh man! Uh, so well, that, here's the difference between the Enterprise and the Examiner. The Examiner is usually a once a week newspaper, like some of the small town newspapers, while the Beaumont Enterprise is daily. Do you remember when you sold uh, subscriptions to the Beaumont Enterprise? 
You did too. I know. And now I feel fucking guilty for it. I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> I'm like, fuck them. F the Beaumont Enterprise. We slaved the... Who do we slave to? Jonathan. We sl- <laughs> They don't even know who he is. We slaved to Jonathan <laughs> to, to sell papers to the Beaumont Enterprise that is now a liberal organization. <sighs> Poor fucking the Libertarian Party is no good either. Man, the Libertarian, the leaders, the leaders of the Libertarian Party are fake. Libertarians just consist of a bunch of man children that don't want to identify as a Democrat or a Republican. They're, no, because they're fake. Because it's fake. Liber- libertarians fake. are fake. Libertarians are fake. Liberals are fake. Conservatives are fake. Nationalists are no, real. Because uh, so we had uh, I might I might uh, and I might talk about uh, for those listeners out there. For those listeners out there, I may speak on this again in the future. Uh, I may I may say the exact same words because this is actually a topic that I need to discuss with Eamon uh, on the podcast. I want to talk to Eamon about this, even though I think I think Eamon is actually emotionally compromised by his libertarian status because libertarians have gone so crazy that uh, I feel like that's what that, that kind of what might have affected Eamon's. Uh, uh, emotional uh, status. The, the, uh, no wonder why he hates my guts because he's very emotional when it comes to his points and when it comes to my points because when well, I express because, my nationalist views, he gets very upset about that. Well, because libertarians, the Libertarian Party, the lead, the leaders of the Libertarian Party have non-libertarian views. It's fucking atrocious. It's atrocious, I say. The the Libertarian Party has literally they are so so it was explained to me that you know third parties are essentially a checks and balance right the th- the third parties the third party were were supposed to be a checks and balance for the two main parties you know what i mean the multiple multiple the other parties are checks and balances for the main parties you know what i mean they're supposed to bring up they are supposed to bring up issues that the main parties don't bring up and sort of sh- sort of force they sort of have to force one of these parties to take up a third party position that is their goal in fact third parties aren't supposed to win they're they are built to, to not win. We know they won't win. They're built to not win. They are literally the leaders know they can't win. The leader they are put there. These people are put there as a um and yeah, like I said, the whole our whole government is based on checks and balances, and that's what the third party is. The third party is supposed to be built on checks and balances. The problem is that in recent years, not maybe not recent years, because recent years they work, but in previous years, uh, specific, specifically probably Bush, probably Bush, probably Clinton, uh, third party were kind of. Um, the two main parties, they were too big. You know, they, they, they've gotten too big. They've gotten too big to where third parties really did not matter. Uh, thankfully, thankfully, under Obama and Trump, the third party platform has grown. Uh, however, a counter, a counter argument to that is that third parties are actually 
um, the leaders they take they take the opposite stance of who they want to win. The third parties did not want Hillary Clinton to win, okay, because they knew that the Bill Clinton administration uh, and Cl- the Clinton administration um, they sold a lot of us to China. A lot of our problems with China and overseas is thanks to the fucking Clintons. Um, so they did not want Clinton. They didn't like Trump either, though. They hated Trump. I bet you they wanted a fucking Rubio or fucking uh, Cruz to win. Uh, but they have totally flipped script when the when like another Bush administration type of character, a Bush Obama administration type of character, in Joe Biden comes along, and that's when the libertarian leaders have flipped the script to be completely left leaning. They're not even. I I don't even know why they uh, why they pretend to be middles, but uh, Nicholas Sarwark, who who was a um, who was the leader of the Libertarian Party for a very long time, I think he was just voted out, and I think you know what he's probably voted out because he is fucking liberal as shit. He's a fake libertarian. He's liberal as shit, and I'm pretty. Uh, the reason why I went on this rant is because I'm so pissed and mad at the viewpoints. Of Nicholas Sawark. And I'm actually mad at uh, Eamon. I'm mad at Eamon. Because we had Nicholas Sawark on the show. We had him on the show. Okay, Ed Ray? We had Nicholas Sawark, the leader of the Libertarian Party, on Opinions and Beer. And guess what? My wife had a had a had a um ear a, a surgery basically, or not a surgery, but a, a doctor a doctor appointment. And I had to leave early, and I could tell that I was gonna press Nicholas Sawert. You know, I was having you know Nicholas Sawert was kind of talking to us, and I was I was like in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna press the shit out of this guy. But I had to leave the podcast early, and then Eamon kind of fanboyed and softballed crap to Nicholas Sawert, and it's like I I'm so upset about that episode. Uh, go back and listen to it. What you're listening to is uh, someone get away with being a fake, a phony. Nicholas Sawark being a fake ass, like he doesn't know what he's talking about. He literally, the libertarians only know what their region is. That's why you saw uh, what's his name, Gary Johnson, didn't know shit about foreign policy. That's why Gary Johnson doesn't know shit about nothing. Because all he cared about, all he knows about, is what's going on in his region. So Nicholas Sawark is this, uh, he's like a north, he's a, he's a very north, like probably Boston, like probably Massachusetts. I think he lives in Massachusetts. Uh, so he's very north thinking. He's a Yankee thinker, okay? He doesn't know anything other than Yankee thoughts. So whenever you try to tell him, no, man, like, the South is dealing with different things. He's like, no, y'all just don't know. No, you don't know. You don't know. Because one of the biggest arguments I had with him was uh, probably immigration. Because he was saying that, no, uh, illegal immigrants don't take jobs from people. It's like, no, we. I know people that have lost like bee farm jobs and farming jobs to uh, illegal workers that would work for, you know, under the table cash, you know, below minimum wage. You know, and uh, I guess whose fault is that? It's a... Uh, but it's because they're let in, and then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I don't have any papers. I work for under the table cash, minimum wage." 
and just it's just so frustrating that I'm sorry for bringing this up, Allie. I know I, I know Ed Ray. I know Ed Ray is uh, is probably um, rolling his eyes about my rant, but I'm just so upset about it. Can you understand why I'm upset and why I'm ranting? Yeah, because libertarians don't know crap about immigration, and they don't know that both the Democrats and the Republicans are in on it. I know exactly, exactly. It's all fucking front, all fraud. It's all fraud. All fraud. They don't understand where uh, the immigration is coming from either. It's not even coming from Mexico. It comes from uh, South America for these fucking, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Socialist-ass countries are driving their people away. And it's sponsored by George Soros. Yeah, and so everyone was like, oh, you're racist against Mexicans, blah, blah, blah. You hate Mexicans coming across the border. It's not even Mexicans coming across the border. It's Hispanics in general. It's, it's yeah, South American Hispanics. It's like, it's like, it's the fucking, uh, the people that are escaping socialism, the shit yeah. that you're trying to fucking impose Even Even Mexicans did not want South American Hispanics crossing their border, and they tore down that border and crossed right through Mexico, and then they ended up coming up to America to steal jobs from people. Exactly. Exactly. It's such a stressful life. You know, we, don't, we you know, Ed Ray, we don't really do that many political conversations. You know, it's good that we we're able to do one uh, one once in a while because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people uh, love to hear political opinions and shit like that. Oh, I, I ho- Hopefully we weren't too... Uh, cause I, you know, I, I like to be inclusive. I want to include people from the left and the right. And, and I know I throw the, the word liberal around, uh, loosely. But when I say liberal, I mean like these extreme, extreme cancel everybody, call fucking pro-life people terrorist liberals. <laughs> That's what I mean when I say liberal. I mean the fucking, these crazies that call. Did you see that article that I, sh- that I sent you? I sent you an article showing that these pro, these abortionists co- say that pro-lifers are terrorists. That's the new word they've fucking taken because of these because of those riots in the Capitol. Now liberals are instead of calling everyone a racist and xenophobe, now they have racist, and xenophobe, and terrorists. That's what the, that's the new word they're gonna call everybody. You're a fucking terrorist if you don't if you don't agree with me. You're a terrorist. And that's what the communists have been doing for over a hundred years, especially if you read the Communist Manifesto or any communist oh books out there. God. They literally tell you that if they don't agree with you, you call them a terrorist because that is communist logic. That's it. They say that. Yeah, that's obviously communist logic. In the manifesto, they says that. I believe somewhere because I never read it, but I heard about it. Oh, you motherfucker! You can't say things you haven't read. You gotta research. You gotta read it. How do you read it? Find find a way to read it, and we'll talk. How about how about articles? How about people that actually read it? Because you don't know anymore, man. Everyone's fucking fake. The world's fake. The world's fake now. You don't know what's real. That people are just they they literally. You will find articles that cut what they want. They will cut in between the lines. So you say you have a you have a three you have a three arc sentence. They will cut in between that three arc sentence to form a sentence that matches the um, the, uh, the, uh, the the picture they're trying to paint to you. They want to sell you on a story. They want to they want to they want to uh, bring you in and say this is look what they said. 
but it's all it's always out of context. Everything is always out of context. It's so frustrating. And the fact of the matter is that if people just admitted it. That's the biggest that's the biggest issue in the world nowadays, Ed Ray, is that people refuse to admit to admit the other side. You know, they they, they refuse to admit they, they refuse to agree. You know what I mean? It's got to be they they there, there's no partial agreements. You know, if if people could if people could just learn to partially agree, to partially accept what the other side is saying, there would be a lot more connections going on. There would be, there'd be less divide. The division comes from the refusal to accept the truth within within the box. You know, say say you have say you have a square, right? You have a square, and then you square that square. So you have four boxes, hundred percent. If twenty five, if you, people need to. Say, say you have 75% of this box is false, but 25, 25% is true. Okay, 75% is fake. It's, you know, you know, 75% of what you're saying is a lie. It's fake. 25% is true. The, the big problem is we refuse to acknowledge that 25%. We say, because 75% is false, it's all false. You are a liar. And you, you're seeing that in fact checking as well. You're seeing half. Oh, it's half true. Uh, you see that with liberals. You see that with Republicans. They have a lot with Republicans. But that's the biggest divide is that with liberals and Republicans is that they refuse to acknowledge that 25 percent that that there's a portion that is real. Uh, you like, like I'm going to say it again. Uh, you see that with the fact checkers. You'll see half true. Oh, oh, um. Uh, the the this lady said um, riots are okay, and then you see the fact checker say this is half true. While they did say it's okay, they didn't say it was okay to do it to blah 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 blah. I was like, oh fuck off! Just say yes, it's kind of fucking true, not half true, because you're saying that's mostly a lie. It's like, oh, it's kind of a lie. No, they said it. They said it. Just say they said it. You are creating the division, like the the fucking the 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 fake news, dude. The fake news, the anti-Trump news, literally creates radicals. It makes people go crazy because it makes people it makes people that are on the middle. It makes those middle people look at this and say, "What the f- <laughs> what the f is going on? This is bullshit." Okay. Trump, let's wear a damn hat and storm the crowd. That's what it does, Ed Ray. I mean, I mean, it's so frustrating because I, I'm, I, I, I feel like you know maybe maybe this should have been the topic. I, I, we didn't have a topic for today, but obviously, I'm pretty passionate about this because I'm I've been holding a lot of it in because I'm just so, I've been so frustrated, Ed Ray. Can you can you can you tell? Yeah, because your wife has you running ragged. No, not my wife. <laughs> no, I'm frustrated because I'm frustrated because the left in the middle, even the middle, the libertarian, the, the people that claim libertarian, the left and people that claim libertarian don't understand. They don't get it. They don't. They haven't figured it out. They haven't figured it out why Trump is so appealing 
to the right. They haven't figured out. They they make up shit. They make up shit, uh, and they try to fucking silence you. Parlor man, parlor, parlor was helping grow this podcast. The Opinions and Beer podcast seen record number downloads thanks to Parlor. Thanks to Parlor's refusal to censor, to shadow ban. They've refused a shadow ban. You know what that means? That means when I post something on Parlor, everyone is going to fucking see it. When I post on Facebook, half of my... Dude, when I post on Facebook, half of my Facebook friends... No, three-fourth. Three-fourth of my Facebook friends will not see my posts. You, Facebook... Instagram, well, Facebook bought Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they want you, you you either have to uh, interact on a constant basis, which makes you, basically they want you to be an addict to social media, you either have to be an addict to social media to where you interact on a constant basis with every single fucking person to be able to expand, or you have to pay. They they have hidden, they have hidden promotion, they have hidden that they have hidden self promotion behind a paywall. So when I try to promote on Facebook, when I try to promote on Twitter, that shit is fucking. Oh, Instagram is the worst with shadow banning. But when I try to promote on there, you are basically for the most part you are shadow banned until you spend that ten bucks, that twenty dollars. On advertising fees, on uh, on you know, uh, uh, and then a lot of those advertisers. So uh, say Facebook. Facebook is a fucking big criminal on this. So I, I I recently found this out. Um, Facebook will shadow ban you from half of your friends list. From your friends list, hell, they'll shadow ban you from half your followers. Say you're running a page. Say you are running the opinions and beer page, and you have 500 followers on opinions and beer page. When you post on there, it may be it, it may notify ten people. Just just to get your post to your followers, to your followers, just to get your followers to see your post, you have to spend money on an ad for your followers. That's how fucking corrupt. Social media has become. They've become so greedy. They've they've hidden. They've hidden ideas. They've hidden creativity behind paywalls, dude. When I post on Parlor, we literally get fucking crazy downloads. Crazy because they they have not shadow banned. They refuse to shadow ban. They refuse to hide you behind a paywall. They refuse to do that shit. They say no. Just post stuff. Whatever. Do what you want. We're not gonna charge you we're not going to make you pay there's no there's no advertisements in parlor there's no advertising it post whatever you want to fucking post do whatever we just want to have free speech freedom they shut that shit down they shut down that shit finally finally i was getting our fucking content out to the people without having to fucking spin my hard-earned fucking money i was able to get our content out get people download we're getting downloads fucking the 12 pods of Christmas. 12 pods of Christmas. Record downloads. December 2020. Record downloads. You know why? Because every single time we did a... Re- every single time we recorded for Opinions of Beer in December, every episode, 
I posted on Parler. And that's where our downloads came from. Our downloads came from Parler. Uh, it also came from Pandora. I have to clarify. Pandora, but for our new episodes, because old episodes, people were downloading our old episodes through Pandora, which were, uh, we recently became on Pandora since October, maybe November. But uh, new episodes, all of our new episodes was getting downloaded through Parler. Parler. And now it's gone. So where, where, where are these downloads? This episode, where are the downloads going to come from? Where are the fucking downloads going to come from? Even Gab kind of, I don't like Gab's structure. Gab Gab has a weird structure to where it's hard to get seen. You have to interact, and uh, I don't like that because I feel like I feel I should be able to just self promote on my page, do the little hashtags. If you see the hashtag, you and then bam, you you get promoted. You're seen. Uh, but um, I, I haven't I haven't figured out Gab yet. Maybe you need to because Ed Ray, you are a little better at um. But you interact with people too, though. You interact with all these fucking people. That's the difference. That's that, that's kind of the big difference. You are good at interacting on these uh, third-party uh, apps. I am more of a. I just want to put it out there, promote it a little bit, and 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 just get people that are interested in listening to listen. Uh, I don't really want to have to talk to every single fucking person. That's too much time. It already takes too much time to create content. You know this. You don't make. Do you make content every week, Ed Ray? Not as much as I used no, to. No, you don't, because it's hard, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's hard because I have real life responsibilities. Exactly. And so do you. Exactly. So I can't, I can't be making content, have real life responsibilities, and have to talk to fucking hundreds of people a day. I just need to be able to post my shit, put the fucking hashtags, and get the downloads. That's what I need. But no one, nowhere was doing that until like, par- I feel like I'm talking it up. But literally, like, Parlor was the only place where I could just post my shit, put the hashtags, and get the downloads. Fucking Gab, you need to interact with people because your shit gets, your shit's basically hidden amongst nothing because the the way it's, I I, I hate I hate the way Gab is. I uh I like I like the idea of Gab, but I hate the structure of Gab. The Gab the structure of Gab. Uh, needs to be improved. There's something. There's something that sucks about it. I just can't explain. Uh, what are your What are, What are your thoughts? What do you, What's your opinions on the best alternate social media site? Well, I do like Gab. I will admit it has a lot of flaws. It has to work out. And even with the explosion of Gab, thanks to Parler shutting down, it, it still has a lot of work to do. I mean, the only place you can possibly Promote opinions and beers. Mines. Mines was okay for a little bit. Mines they restrict a mine restricts tabs. Uh, um, they restrict. I mean hashtags, and they also don't really show. Mines is hard to navigate when it comes to what hashtags are trending and how to really promote shit and how to see shit. Um, so basically, with Parler, Parler was easy, dude, because all because because like almost everybody would do. See, the thing with Parler is almost every single post would have hashtag Parler. So if you clicked on hashtag Parler, you would see all the new posts or hashtag Parler USA. You would see all the new posts because every single post had hashtag Parler hashtag Parler USA. And, and with Parler gone, where are you going to go to promote opinions and beer now? Exactly. That's that. That's a big debate. I like 
The only way that Parler could possibly come back is if they get their own servers, take care of their legal messes, and basically decentralize. Well, own servers, because the argument that Amazon, who was Amazon, was Parler's, um, was who um, was uh, hosting Parler. And that was a big mistake. Uh, Amazon said that because Parler refuses and or doesn't have the the capability of censoring violent content or uh, violent promoting content on their platform, that's the reason they were shut down. It's because Parler refused to, allegedly refused to uh, censor uh, violent uh, posts. <laughs> but who's... But whose opinion is fucking violent, you know? I mean, what's... What? That's an opinion! That's an opinion! <laughs> That's an opinion! It's, it's Amazon's opinion. It's not even fucking terms and agreement. It's an opinion. It's an opinion by people. Human beings at Amazon. And uh, that, and I guess that's the, that, that's the next subject to talk about, Ed Ray. On this, uh, you know, we, we have fucking well, this is a long, this is going to be a long episode because we have a lot of. I mean, this is a big fucking, this is a big chat. But I mean, that's the next opinion is. Uh, I mean, is is it are all these social medias and and hosting hosting sites and stuff like that host internet host? Is that a privilege? That's the big debate right now, right? That's the that's the biggest debate. Is it a privilege? Or has it grown to the point of being a utility? The same thing as having lights. You know, can the electric company can the electric company say no? Trump can't have lights. <laughs> Trump's a bad guy. We can't give him lights to his house. We can't give him anything. You know, that's the big, that, that's the debate. Has social media, the internet, has it grown to a utility and no longer the, um, this, uh, I because technically even utility companies, even utility companies, have these bigger companies, you know, they're, they're, you know, privatized companies, even utility companies, even utility companies are privatized companies, but they're utility. You can't tell someone, no, you can't have electricity. If they pay for it, if they pay for electricity or, you know, it's, you know, if it's a need essential then they get it, you know, and I mean, how big has social media become? Social media has become this platform for the world to speak you know is is that a is that a privilege is is being is the ability to speak to the world a privilege or a utility edry take it away i think the internet is a privilege because not everything has to require internet to function i mean do you need the internet for your refrigerator to function do you need a, the internet for your so, hey, stove to wait, function? Wait one second. Do you need the internet for your microwave? Some to new function? ones, yeah. Some new refrigerators uh, require Wi-Fi internet connection to like, connect to your phone to tell you what uh, is in your fridge. So yeah, dude, the internet—that's what I'm trying to say, Ed. Right? The internet has evolved. The internet 
has evolved to a point where, yeah, dude, you need, you kind of need it for like for all the new stuff coming out. If you were able to, if if you went out to buy a new, a brand new, the latest, the if you were to go out to go buy the late, you feel like you deserve the latest. You deserve the latest in technology. The what? What the future? The future. You deserve the future now. If you go and deserve the future now, the future is internet-based fucking uh, uh, refrigerators that tell you what's in your fridge, what you need at the store. Like that way, you can check your phone to see what you need uh, when you're at the store. Like, oh, do I have eggs? You know, when you're at the store and you think, oh, do I have eggs at home? Do I have butter still left? Well, guess what? They're fucking. They're coming out with uh, refrigerators that tell you because internet is becoming yes a utility. It's becoming a fucking essential. People need information now. They they we've evolved past not having stuff. Okay, so are you gonna let me finish my point? Because you never let me finish my point to begin with. Yes. Now, like I said, you technically do not need the internet for everything because yeah, some technologies may require you to have an internet, but if you use your brain and go to the flea market or check the marketplace, you can still get old technology that would still work that does not require internet. And if it gets to the point where you have to have internet for everything, then just part with it. That means if you need another uh, if you need another stove, just find a stove at a flea market that has been refurbished and that's it. You have that and same with the refrigerator. If it has been refurbished, you go ahead and do that. And for every time it breaks down, you get another refurbished one. Therefore, you don't need the internet for that. And especially, especially if you needed a lawnmower, let's say if a new lawnmower required the internet, what do you do? You just go to the flea market and get a refurbished lawnmower. Therefore, internet is still a privilege because we can go without the internet if we apply ourselves every day out there. You you cannot be this stupid to want to have technology that requires the internet. I mean, let, let's say if you look at your fridge before you go to the grocery store and you don't know what you have. Okay, just open up the doors and figure out what you have and then write down a list or put it on your phone and that's it. That's all you got to do. Therefore, you don't need internet. You are talking as an old person. Le- okay, let me ask That's you this. That's old. Let me, let me ask you this. If everything required technology, if all this modern stuff requires the internet just to access it, then how high is your internet bill going to be every single month? It shouldn't be that high. It should be essential. They should give it to us. We gotta evolve. That's what I'm saying. That's the whole point of this. If internet becomes, if internet, if internet becomes a utility, then they need to drive the price down to where every household can afford it, and then put a price cap on it. Exactly. Yes, they do. All right. Where's the evidence that they put a price cap on things? They they haven't yet because they refuse to acknowledge that it's a utility, so they can fucking keep a monopoly on goddamn internet. And also, if the internet was a utility, mind you, then that means that if you speak your mind openly, then that means the electric companies and the water companies and the phone companies could shut you down no matter how much you pay for their services. Why? Because if you speak your mind openly, then let's say if you speak out against the water company and they, they know can't about shut this, you down. Yes, they can. They cannot shut you down. 
Private companies can do what they want. Not utility companies. Like you said, if they are privately owned utility companies, most they privately, can do what they want. Most utilities are privately owned. They can't shut you down for t- talking shit. They can if they want to. No, they can't. That's because the whole the point gov- of making them utilities. Essentials. You cannot shut down essential services. <laughs> yes, you can. No, you can't. Why? Because it's against the rules. It doesn't stop them from breaking their own rules. They get away with it all the time. Therefore, they can't shut you down. We've evolved past this. That's what I'm trying to say, Ed Bray. We've evolved past it. Evolution. You have to evolve past it to where this is essential. You need it. You talk crap about them, they'll shut you down no matter what. They better not. They'll be sued for taking away essential services. If I paid for goddamn shit, they better give it to me. You try to tell them that to their faces, they'll shut you down anyway. No, they will not. Who who shut you down that you told that to their face? Electric company, water company, etc. Who did it? Didn't everybody lose theirs? I mean, haven't you spoken against the electric company and for I, your own utilities? And I didn't lose my shit. It's because they are... <laughs> exactly. Because it's essential. You need it. They can't shut down. They cannot shut down. Oh, you just they wait until the law. Lo- you just wait until they the law. They cannot shut down. You just, wait and, you just wait until the law passes to where these privatized companies have the right to shut you down. They, you cannot shut down essential services. They can do what they Look want. Look at COVID. Even fucking even COVID couldn't shut down essential services. They will. When? When the Civil War commences. You motherfucker. And we all come back around. Whose side are you on in the Civil War? Who are you fighting? Don't lie to me. Tell me. Black people. What the fucking shit? Hey, you told me who I was, who I was fighting. I'm going to fight black people. No, the Civil War. It's left versus right. Who are you joining? I'm on neither man's side because I'm going to run. You motherfucker. I'll run for the border. Your comment just probably cost us 30 interviews. Nice. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. I want to say that the uh the beliefs and the opinions of Ed Ray do not reflect opinions in beer. <laughs> and he he says some wild and cracky shit just to get a rise out of everyone in the world because he is a bona fide Troll! He's a fucking troll. He looks like a troll. He's green and shit. He's got moles on, the, on his back. He has a hairy moly back. Hairy moly back, motherfucker. Just dismiss Ed Ray. Dismiss Ed Ray and his lunacy. Because he does not represent the opinions of opinions and beer. But... <laughs> Ironically, that statement is just my opinion. And that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions in Megalodon Imperial Coffee Porter. Beer. We are a million.